practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. There it is. Oh, no, 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 no. More, more juice to <laughs> off the hot top. Hot easing, topics. Easing into it. New Just... segment, Hot Topics. <laughs> Live from inside a hot topic in a mall. Can't follow Rocky Barnes. That's the problem. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I... No one follows. Rocky Bar- Blarns is a closer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> coffees for Blarnsies. <laughs> I had a hot topic period in high school, sadly. What? Oh, were you dressed from the store? You were all emo and shit? But no, I was worse than emo. I was like, I couldn't get emo. Like, I couldn't get emo enough, so I was trying. You were a wannabe. So it, right, I was right. a poser, emo poser. Mm. So I had like black hair, like dark black hair, but it was still spiked conservatively, like that little flip in the front. Oh yeah, because you know I mean? there was the that there was a couple of those like localish emo bands that would roll through, and that was that that emo look, like the dyed black hair. Yeah, and either the basic white t shirt or the basic black. And then the like, roll. It was kind of like a greaser. It was kind of like yeah, a fifties greaser, but sad. Yeah, like for because I was like a skater and the I hate like a skater, <laughs> and the 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 wear for most of the time was um like really super baggy jeans, like we talked about with your butt cheeks hanging out, you know. Yeah. Uh. So then the shift like. We talked. We talked about how much I'm a follower. Like the shift was to go to like tight pants, uh, mm-hmm. and then in emo, uh, what's the word? Hot topic style it was like pleathery tight pants, but I couldn't make the tightness transition. So I, but I made the pleathery transition. So I just had these oh. baggy, saggy, like hefty sack leather oh, pants. Man. You're like a like. <laughs> like an indie wrestler like you should have been wearing those at a vfw right just baggy I'm, pleather with zippers i'm like a farm boy that's trying to that's <laughs> first day in the city or something gotta wear my city gear mm-hmm. <laughs> it was gross anyway welcome to the jerk practice podcast dr toilet here casey vitamin c and back finally h-bomb h henning not uh, you dropping h-bomb well, he's an alter ego. It's not. It's not, not who I am every it's day. Not me. Oh yeah. man, st- he Henning, see Henning is back, and he is changed. <laughs> Those hitchhikers got into his into his being. It was a game of wits in that car. Who was going to be the first to to strike? <laughs> if I say H bomb, then you're going to re- uh, expect a rap or something. No, I don't have that. Oh, look at the chips are falling off his shoulders. You got any dip case? I need to pick some of these up and <laughs> three dips and scoop. I need some avocado dip, as Harry T. Stone would say. You got three dips gathered around these oh. mics. Oh my god, he's sharp as a tack oh, today. God. Sharp as Allison. That uh... he's great in the morning. Henning's a morning guy. Look at him. It uh, is six in the morning. Coming out swinging. It's the late shift. Uh, you are back from a trip to the West Coast. Yep. Back to Toilet Town. Back f- swirling around with the swirly boys. <laughs> Suck it, New York. You, toilet uh, Town, USA. Oh, yeah. You made it back just in time for like that garbage smell to really heat up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet coming it's back in your apartment was a nice... Usually when you leave your apartment in New York, especially, maybe it's everywhere, <laughs> uh, 
you just come back, especially in the summer, just to the foggiest fog of you. Yeah, you're poop. like you. It doesn't matter if you clean before you left. You always forgot something, and whatever that something is has a weird stink. And you also get the stink of all the other apartments, and you can't open a window. You obviously aren't home to open a window to release some of that, mm. those toxins. I was going to cleanse. Well, you, I, I leave the window open, but even then, then the garbage smell seeps in. It's something, whatever's on the street. You, and the pollen comes in, and it was covering everything. That's what happened. You leave a window open while you're gone. Yeah, leave both windows open. What if, what if there's a rain? There was a lot of rain while you were gone. Or a thief, I just thought of. Oh, shit. Well, we won't give out your address. I was going to say, like, Henning loves that, again, the game of cat and mouse. He leaves his window open to lure some unwitting cat burglar into a series of comedic traps involving (laughs) paint cans with knives in them and a mounted gun. I love that. The whole mounted gun trick. You're pretty, um, we won't give any spoilers away because... But you are not. It's not a spoiler. Any location, <laughs> spoilers, uh, treats away. Uh, but you are high up in a in a building, so I guess it would be. And I don't believe you have a fire escape near your window, right? If there were a fire right now, we'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I opened the window that's not on the fire escape, so they'd have to jump. So you do have a fire escape, yes. Oh, uh, the other window. Oh, all right. No, you can't see. Oh, yeah. They'd have to make quite a. Uh, as I look at it now, they'd, that would be quite the Daniel Sternian side swipe over to that window. Oh, yeah. They have to finger just inch it. Exactly. Over. Yep. Yep. Terrifying. Terrifying that uh, that whole... Uh, anytime I see that in a movie when somebody's like out on the side of a building, mm. I get queasy. You put yourself in that situation and think of your own finger strength. Yeah. Grip. Lacking. And Seriously lacking the finger strength. I would be dead. Yet when I watch like one of those crappy, uh, like, I don't know when, like the, uh, I guess like since gladiators, it got popular, but now it's called like extreme dreams, obstacle days. (laughs) Oh, like um, Ninja Warrior? Yeah. American Ninja Warrior. Warrior. It's like a, it's like a physical competition. When I watch that, I'm like, I can do that shit. Like they got a, one of the things (laughs) is, um. It's like a bicycle for your hand, hand bike, I guess. Oh, God. So you're hanging Done. Can't and you do have it. to wheel yourself across. Mm-hmm. I bet that shit's pretty hard. But when I watch it, I'm like, oh, I got that shit. Well, it if funny. it's like, I could do if that. you can do a few pull-ups, you could possibly do it. But I don't, I don't have the arm strength to do it. I know that. So when I see something like that, or like in a movie where someone's on the ledge and they muscle their way up. Yeah, it's like, I don't like that. I used to be able to do that at one time in my life and only for a short period. Now I know I can't. I'm just like, oh, too weak. But you see like uh, those like uh, cliffhanger type guys, like the guys that climb free, free basin. That's not the word, right? <laughs> free balling? Free basin climb mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Call them Cobains. Probably a little bit of that. Cobalts. Um, there's base jumping and there's free climbing. <laughs> a little both. <laughs> you you base jump and you try and <clears throat> latch Into onto the side of that mountain. That's a new sport. <laughs> it's not going to last long. <laughs> but you, those guys do that. But the and and I see it. I'm like, obviously, I would never ever do that. But the one part that like still gets me is there's like an overhang on a mountain. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, where you got to so go they have up to crawl under and then backwards almost. Oh yeah. That come on, stop it! And the guy that was in, I I love that. Like my dad, like that uh, little nugget. And I, I did, so at the beginning of the movie, cliffhanger, star, starring Sylvester Stallone, who yep. you guys 
have been claiming is a real good dude. And I agree. Yeah. Apologies for all the people I've been burning lately. I'm, I mean that. Who was, I've been in, getting worse. in a spicy mood. Word. I cut some sugar out of my diet. <laughs> Who was either uh, uh, dissing or or defending Stallone on the podcast? I gave him a diss, and it does a, so, a link, because I was giving him a hard time for hosting one of these garbagey competition shows. But yeah. then my co-hosts on uh, and your co-hosts on Have a Good Night Court were defending him because he's uh, at a, at the age in his life where he's out to just have a good time. I Ashley defended him because she met him. I would just, I mean, there was a time in his life where he was a piece of shit because I worked with someone whose friend did sound on one of his like one of those like early mid 2000s movies he made that was probably direct to video like where he's escaping from a prison or something yeah where he's like he steals race cars and then races them in a the grand prix or some nonsense i gotta look that one up yes um but i guess he was such a merciless asshole right to these like sound guys they um this guy he had his lapel mic on he went back to his trailer oh yeah to to ball this like unwitting actress and the guy left the sound on and just cranked it. So Amazing. throughout the whole, the set, it was, it was, and it was something like, you got to work the balls, baby. You got to kiss them. Like something really odd and not just like coital just- moans and groans. It was very specific work on the balls type stuff. The dude got fired, but he was like, it was worth it because he was a fucking cocksucker to me. Only fired though, huh? Not a fisticuff? Not a let's step outside? I'm going to work your balls? I don't think Stallone fights. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, why would I just he? don't think maybe in his younger years, but like once you're that high up, like physical con, like physical shit, like we were talking about Previously, we had you and I talked about getting almost getting into fights. Yeah, we were talking about that on and how stressful that is. And I'm not even Sylvester Stallone, but actually, we will talk about that on Fridays. Have a good night, court available on iTunes and Google Play. But you, so, but that's an interesting part. Like, but now, so that doesn't mean somebody can change. So maybe Sylvester Stallone was going through a hard time, mid two thousands, probably upset because yeah. he's making a bunch of dog shit movies, just kind of like yeah. nothing's coming his way. And you know, he cuts back to Rocky. Everybody, you know, he has that Travolta like transition. Uh, I don't know what that means, or and and not an attitude, but like in career, and maybe that changes his attitude. I don't know. It's yeah, like that's I, what I'm saying I, everybody's got a bad day. Uh, exactly. And his bad day, he got a blowjob on it. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a great day. It's all, That's all about perspective. That's what I was thinking Like when you were talking about like he probably doesn't fight anymore. It's, it's a win for him. He's probably not even mad about it. Oh, he, oh he's Mr. Cool? Work the uh, no, he, he was embarrassed. Like he got humiliated. That's because he was saying it like in like, uh, work the balls. Like in a his funny real voice. voice. He was doing a character, yeah. His grandma character that likes to get her balls worked. Would you like the balls? Um, <laughs> but he, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, but, uh, oh, shoot. Where was it? Where was it? Work the balls. Oh, like, it's like all about perspective. You think like he's like, he's got everything he wants and he's happy. But I was reading something yesterday. Reading scene. I was reading something online yesterday, just like a, like a psychological thing about, 
happiness and it's like can you find a balance you're either unhappy because you want 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 and then yeah. when you finally get you're never happy because you never want to lose 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 anything so that's him like he doesn't want to fight because he doesn't want to lose he doesn't want to get hit in the face and all of a sudden he loses like a movie deal or right or he breaks his hand you know right. like um or someone goes too far because they're like, I'm fighting Sylvester Stallone. You know, takes it over that nut and this is not takes it over the top. But Ooh. if you're in a fist fight with Sylvester Stallone and you're winning, you may be a little more overzealous than if you're in a fist fight with me. Oh, you think you keep going and you like break his neck or something? I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying it could go further than because I'm just putting my thought process in someone who's starting a fist fight with Sylvester Stallone. He's going to get sued anyway, so it's I was like, going to say, yeah. I'm going to break his fucking arms. No, but then wouldn't you, if you were in a fist fight with Sylvester Sloan and if we are, ooh, this could this could ruin our chances of that big payday. If you're in a in a uh kick fight, and if you're in a fist fight with Sylvester Sloan, Yeah. If you're hanging from each hanging from a side of a mountain and get it into a kick fight, <laughs> a chicken fight. That should be a sport. That should be a. I think chicken fighting is a sport. It's not as popular as it should be. Oh, that was on Gladiator, wasn't it? Where you hang from the monkey bars and they I hated kick that. each other. Because you'd see these gladiators. That was the funniest. Oh one. my god! The gladiators they like threw like those chips nets like so orangutans. They over were so strong. Like mm, 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 <laughs> so fast. It was so good. And then it always devolves into that classic move where they just put both arms and both legs and just hold on and oh, hope yeah. that the gladiator will like pull too hard and just fall off. Oh man. There, I yeah. Talk about like getting sweaty palms watching people climb a mountain. Every time I saw that one, because it was Get always chased. like the guys, like like the the challengers, always kind of getting their um, bearings right when the whistle goes off. They're like, hmm, should I go left or right? And then the camera just pans over that gladiator, and it's like <laughs> it's just <laughs> the vanilla gorillas on the way, man. <laughs> oh God. Oh. You think there's one where we say kick fight where that that vanilla gorilla is just bearing down on you and one guy just straight up kicks him flat in the face? Exactly. Like just I'm surprised. We should do some I should I'll look up and see if um which I won't and see if anybody's been was ever seriously injured in American Gladiators. Because I know that shit's padded. But I was in, like, wrestling in fifth grade. Like, they had the yeah. same, like, padding on the ground, and that shit hurt. Yeah. So if you're falling, like, neck and shoulder into, like, a cylinder, but the cylinder is, like, eight foot off the ground, right? Yeah. And you ping off it, that shit's got it. Like, eventually, didn't somebody land wrong? Probably. Malibu. Rest in peace, brother. What happened? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, that's, I was just remembering the... the the one gladiator that my brothers and I were all like, no, not Malibu. Oh, I thought he was, it was like a battle boom. I was just looking up that, uh, that clip Casey and I'd saw a recent video of him. He's totally, he's fine. He's still alive. Still a little he's bit still, Malibu, but he's, he, he's still owning it, getting his balls worked at any chance he can get. I don't, I don't know the Malibu clip. The last time we saw our gladiator Malibu, he was taking an excellent, Kick from our challengers, Steve. <laughs> and then he's 
see the clip of him flying off the <laughs> off the cylinder onto the mats below. And then the the commentator catches up with Malibu after the fucking uh, Malibu. After that clip package and Malibu's like <laughs> Wipe out, man! Wipe out! Oh, did did it? The commentator's like, did it hurt? And Malibu's like, well, it's like this, dude. Oh no! <laughs> he was so because they all the other gladiators were like tough, muscly, and their names portrayed like you know, like Rockstro and Muscleton. Meanwhile. Uh-oh, here Meanwhile, comes Malibu, Malibu and Venice boy. <laughs> really? It Malibu is like is the male Barbie feathered hair. It really yeah. Here comes Malibu and the fat Jim Morrison. Like that's <laughs> but that I mean as an actor cuz I think like probably all if if watching a documentary on glam the the what was it the glamorous women Oh, glow. Gl- uh, oh, glamorous glow, ladies you. of wrestling. Glamorous ladies of wrestling, right? Yep. Or gorgeous or something. Um, they were all actresses. Yeah, like they got trained like hard by like this, mm-hmm. uh, this the the guy who trains other wrestlers for WCW sure. and stuff. So they, but they all came in there as actresses. I'm assuming all the gladiators auditioned as actors oh, and sure. actresses or just actors, whatever. Because uh, Malibu, I w- would see on TV shows like. He was a guy you'd see on like an episode of Silk Stockings or something. Yeah. Yeah, No, totally. Like as the hunk that is there to take Kelly out on a date. It's part of his character. And he's got his silk shirt. Yeah. So that's probably the most fun character to play on uh, uh, American Gladiators, I would think. Yeah. I would say he was probably just a a well-toned actor as opposed to, let's say, the other guys, which seemed like they were bodybuilders that were put on television so they it's pretty much was a like wrestling like they just took a big strong guy and were like here's your character run with it if you can i saw uh and speaking of bodybuilders and hollywood and stuff i saw what was that show on mtv it was like true life or something does that sound right that sounds it was about, like but, true life i'm a teen mom true life i'm yes, a, an yeah. adult baby yeah that's that's what the show and this was, was yeah. true life i'm a uh, obsessed with fitness and it was this bodybuilder oh. guy and like when you're at that echelon it's like really really unhealthy and obviously there's like so much vanity involved in it so they they, they were focused on this one guy who's from New Jersey he only ate iceberg lettuce and drank water like jugs and jugs of water and iceberg I may lettuce. have was it true life I take steroids because it was about that could have three- been Three guys at different levels of fitness who all turned to steroids because this there was one like. Anyway, go ahead. No, I the, the you're going into a much more like interesting social place because I just remember like this guy was training for a competition and then the last day before the competition he obviously had a father that loved him because he got his spray tan and then the last move his father oh, yes. had yeah, to yeah. shave his his ass so it's just nope, like yep, the camera's yep, on yep. him and his father's down there just <laughs> got a little hairy son and it's just like this is insane son, I gotta it lift that his, month. It, 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 the man was 29 years old yeah I can't no i remember pops 
You're right. It would that one was about I am like a junior bodybuilder or whatever. Yeah. I do because I remember the dad thing and I just like shuddered. Like just the thought of like asking anyone to do that, but right. like but my father. <laughs> God, that's a, and that was like uh the confirming for all of the amazing like um those infomercials for fitness gear or whatever, you know, like the Chuck Norris Norris 2000 or whatever thing yeah. he was showing with Christy Brinkley forever. They're like, this guy got in shape. And then it's like the, and or uh, let's, let's put that one away. Cause that was like a full on like fitness, like, like a huge device. But then you'll see on TV, like there's a new thing on TV now. That's just literally a piece of plastic that's concaved or convex. Yeah. And you step on each side of it and you just do the twist on it. And they're like, you get fit in seconds. So you just, it goes on the carpet. You put your feet on both sides and you just go left and right. And they're like, get the body of your dreams. And they just show the hunkiest and fittest woman ever. And they're just doing, they're just going left and right. And obviously that's bullshit. I guess you know, I love your core, I've, but what about the rest? It doesn't, it, no, I disagree with that. It's from Shark Tank. <laughs> Can we I, stop I, having Shark Tank be an acceptable uh, premise of the show? No, like an acceptable thing for people to enjoy. It's getting a lot of defense lately. Like I love, I don't like network TV, but Shark Shark Tank's my jam. Because what is Shark Tank? It, it is like people show up with their inventions and try to get money from right. quote unquote like financiers. Yeah, I mean the people, the judges on the show are. Like billionaires, like Mark Cuban and uh-huh. I don't know, bald guy and woman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guy, guy, yeah, I know. And you show up with like your premise or your idea and your business plan, and it, it's already people that are pretty set up. Like one guy was like, "I make the best maple candy in all of Canada," and he probably did. But the old maple business is a hard game, and this and that. Nobody wanted to finance him. And yeah. everyone knows all about the maple business. One guy did. He's like, they called me Mr. Maple, and they fucking did. They had pictures. It was one of the baldy judges. They had pictures of him in like 1971, and he was uh-huh. learning the insides of the maple trade. Like these guys, uh, maybe I do like the show. I don't know. All right. I take it back. I think it's I'm just away from harsh because, zone. So you, it's not necessarily inventions. It's just business propositions. Mm. Yeah, like that plastic board. It was sh- yeah. they took it and shifted it into a fitness thing. But the two Malib- Malibu and Venice boy that showed up with it, they created it because it came out of an idea. It was two dudes from like Orange County, and they had made a plastic mold for a skateboard, and like, literally straight Homer Simpson style. One guy like. <laughs> <laughs> fell onto it and did like a 360 on it in the carpet. And they were like, whoa. So they started selling these things in skate shops and kids who were like just scumbags. Like I know like as a, a skater to use that term for the second time would hang out in like skate shops and just play like Tony Hawk. They just have yeah. them in skate shops and kids would just do circles on them. Tool like around board. on them. So, they, so it's about yeah. as a, f- to help build off your skateboarding ability, it's about as useful as those finger skateboards. Oh, can you? You know how much money I used to sell those, those and we sell a shit ton of those things. I had one. And can it, you imagine it on Shark Tank? No way is that getting the green light. Up. 
Yeah, somebody had the vision for that shit. Like, that oh, shit man. got All you... stupid. Like, it was a fingerboard yeah. for a minute, no, but that? then it was like, buy separate trucks for your fingerboard, and people like had oh, yeah. little itty-bitty tools and putting tools, different wheels yeah, yeah. on their fingerboard, customizing it, <laughs> which I guess, I don't know why I'm knocking it, it is what it is, but fuck, one of those little, to quote Tom Cruise holding that like um, uh, cocktail umbrella in cocktail, he's like... Somebody's idea was the cocktail umbrella. I need my golden ticket. You know, true. I mean, if you're if you're that, but that's also like like planning, like buying a fucking lottery ticket every week and having having your your lottery winnings picked out. Like that shit doesn't happen very. Like that's like a one in five million chance. Like probably more. Yeah. And if you're sitting down going, okay, cocktail umbrella. Greatest idea ever made. What's my great tiny thing that people will throw in the garbage? Cocktail How about little banana? Little swords. Oh, see? Who made those little swords for those <laughs> olives and shit? You know? <laughs> You've been in this business for years, Casey. You gotta have something cooking. Bar stuff? No. No. It's <laughs> anything you It's all been invented. Not even that. Instead of fantasizing of inventing a bar. <laughs> Uh, utensil you just fan it's you've been when you're in it that long you just fantasize of how to burn down a bar and get away with it yeah no it's true that the tool you're envisioning is a pistol <laughs> you're like I, I need a I need a bar opener it has to have a handle and the trigger and then maybe you put something inside and it's like you're just describing a gun oh but hey, no you're right but- you're just how can I steal from somewhere and get away with it there's your invention right there you know the soda gun Make it look like an actual gun. A fucking real gun. <laughs> <laughs> horrify cu- the customer every time you have to make a cocktail. What are you not? Because somebody... <laughs> I guess oh, there's God. a jokey shot called like the typhoon or something. Because somebody at the bar was asking me, you know how to make the, the Wabash cannonball? I was like, just tell me what's in it. And they're like... Well, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then you gotta fill a shot glass with water and you just throw it in their face. Oh my god. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. But that's the thing about bartending, it's the simplest thing in the world. Like, it's a very simple process. There are recipes and you make them, and if you tweak those recipes, you get a different drink. But there's no need for anything else. Like, it's... It's been tread. It's well discovered. It's there's nothing really new you can add to it, unless you want to make expensive yeah. weird bitters. Throw right, it, throw it in people's face. The guy who invented that should have been like, all right, like a little cannon, Spit like a little catapult throat. or trebuchet that shoots a shot out of it and goes <laughs> wing. <laughs> That's a new idea. That's a fresh idea. I like it. I'm on Shark Take. I'm giving that. Penny's th- financing my mini trebuchet my bar my bar catapult i have an idea what I'm about that, i'm um, giving that the chum bucket or whatever they do <laughs> chum. <laughs> the you get chum, chum. bucket chummed what about an idea for um non-alcoholic whiskey hmm what do so you think something about that, that tastes one? like fire you miss the taste of whiskey so much oh it's it's totally like it's not like it's I, whoever misses the taste of whiskey has like <laughs> that. That's a bigger issue. But there's non-alcoholic beer, and in my opinion, it's pointless. 
Because I'm not a, the biggest fan I mean, fan isn't of, there some alcohol in non-alcoholic beer? I believe like there's minimum. Like, there's as much alcohol in like a, a kombucha, like 0.05%. Yeah, there's gotcha. some. Yeah, yeah. There's some. There's enough mm. to make Barney Gumble spin off like Daffy Duck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, What would you do to like, I guess all non-alcoholic whiskey would be is let's it's it's Henning's idea it's the chum bucket you just fill a barrel a, a charred barrel full of water and then you just get this dark burnt gross fermented water that's sat in the dark it's just yeah. tepid water it's just i mean it the the reason no it's not because you it's nothing like that has actuality it's not because you miss the taste of anything it's just when you when someone can't have something they want yeah. it right mm-hmm. So that's the only reason they it want, would sell. They want to share a moment with their friends yeah. who are all doing shows. No, it's like, well, like Ashley, she's pregnant. Like, she'll be like, if they're, she'll be like, we should do a shot. Like, I want to do a shot. And it's just like citrus and tonic water. But like tonic tastes like booze. Like it pings off yeah, that flavor. Bit. And it's just that like, oh, we're all hanging out. Like, I want to do that too. Not the, the uh, like, oh, I missed the fucking taste of it. It's just the the social sort of aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, like smo- like quitting smoking. Like you miss the, like, that aspect of which it. Which is why people are vaping. Old Huckleberry yeah. Vapors. Um, <laughs> what, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, so uh, your wife's pregnant. Ash is pregnant. Yeah. Um, no, no alcohol whatsoever. And I don't mean that in the sense, like, uh, she doesn't, she's not a regular drinker, but like, I always heard like you could have like a glass of wine if you wanted or something. Uh, she'll do a little glass of wine like once a week. Okay. Typically on, on Sundays, like Sunday night, we'll just stay in and watch TV shows and movies. Have, have you, you know, taught the- her or have you caught her tooting a camel like in the, in a back alley somewhere? Oh no, no. She's like... You know her. Like, if she says she's done, she's done. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Like, I don't know. Was she, uh, she probably doesn't, uh, hey, Ash, she probably doesn't appreciate me talking about it, but did she smoke up until she realized she got, because I don't know if she had quit a while ago. So we were both, uh, we both smoked she pretty was much the same time. Cutting back because she was like, oh, if, if and when we do get pregnant, I would like to be able to, like, not just have to tomorrow stop. drop, like, mm-hmm. Because she has a drive to work, so she, she will smoke in the car, and that's what she has said. Like, stopping smoking hasn't been a problem, but it's that one time. Because it's that going to work anxiety, and then that coming home, just relax. She's like, that's the one time like where, it, where it'll get her, where she's just like, oh, man, I really want a cigarette right now. I was telling Henning if we're talking about like abstaining from stuff and this is a small thing, but it's not, maybe you can chime in. Cause old Henning, he's got a, he's like a, a steel drum with uh, <laughs> substances. Don't affect old him. chum bucket over there. He's the old <laughs> chum bucket. Kashi. <laughs> uh, I was telling him, so I tried, I was like, I got to cut this sugar out of my diet uh, Sure. for the, not like, um, crazy but like the added sugar because i realized because all i do is now that i'm like working at home all i do is drink coffee and slowly Uh but surely like just to keep that energy level up i was increasing the amount of sugar i put in my coffee and i realized Uh last week that i had to buy sugar again and i was like when did i just 
So last week I was like, I used almost four pounds of sugar throughout the week for my coffee. And that's a lot. Jesus. Yeah, right? I think I have a five, ba- five pound bag up there. Right. So I was like, that's too much. So I uh-huh. I know just from when I like cut soda out of my diet, I got like a headache. So I was like, I'm going to taper out. And today yeah. was the first day. Yesterday I used the last of my sugar. And today mm-hmm. was the first day that I didn't have sugar to start off yeah. my morning, my coffee. And I was so depressed. I, I couldn't get yeah. out of bed for like two hours. I would wake up, not even wake up. Like I couldn't fall asleep and I couldn't get out of bed. So I'd get up like every 15 minutes and like rinse my face off with cold water, take a drink of water, pee a little bit, go lay down. I was like, what is going on? I was like, oh, I don't have, cause I've, and it's not like comparable to anything else, but I was like, oh, all right. I'm used to having about six teaspoon tablespoons of sugar by now and sitting in front of the computer. And now I haven't had anything. So it's just, well, I, it's like that, pings off that spot like sugar like lights up the parts in your brain that other like drugs and substances do yeah. so it's hard a hard thing to just kick especially if it's so ingrained in your diet yeah because it's such anything, an acceptable thing too so you don't can think it's become so effective. anything can become like an emotional uh, addiction yeah. well, that could but be. there's a line between that and chemical I don't. I don't think you think sugar's a little. They too say weak. sugar. They Skeptic. say cheese all the time. Oh, it's addictive. Casein, like casomorphine. Caso, uh, casomorphine. I don't think it crosses the line to chemical dependency. No, I you don't know, think so hooked. either. But I think, can, it, but you can think you're hooked on it. Sure. So, Call me a liar. I, to my face. I will always say the emotional addiction, like associating it with. Is always the hardest thing. Well, that's what you were talking like with Ash and smoking in the car. I felt the exact same way. Like every time I drive a car, and I haven't owned a car in uh, like like fifteen years. But when I get mm-hmm. behind the car of like a rental, I I go right back to because you and I drove all the time and I smoked all throughout high school. Wanted to have a cigarette with my arm out the window. So yeah, yeah there's something yeah. to that. Henny, put and that just, whiskey away. It's only, it's not even <laughs> noon. <laughs> Doesn't affect but especially me. Steel with, drum. With like I'll treats, like especially with sugar or like, you know this from a, a bartender, just like you don't drink anymore, but like that like end of the night, like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. or going out for the drink after work, like oh, it's for sure. less about the drink and it's just more about like the Oh, I'm fucking done. I go mm-hmm. to this my bar. I get my beer and my shot, and I sit comfortable. And I talk to the. It's just like it's associated with like a pleasant time. It's your treat that you treat yourself to at the end of a long day. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. reward, so. If you start so, like, I understand. Like now you're you're tethered to your computer, and you just drink coffee all day. I'm the same way. Like so now it's like oh the. I need more sugar. I need more sugar. Now it's just so much a part of your like daily diet where what may not have been previously. Well, I got my ass up today and uh, I had a cup of coffee and slow. I had a cup of coffee black uh, and then went back and laid down. And I'd say that like the caffeine aspect of that kicked in Uh 12 minutes and I was able to get up and take a shower 
Yeah, you're right. That's fucked up. Like, I just, my brain is a softy, gooey, to be dependent rocky on mess. caffeine. Well, I mean, you're in good company, most of most Americans. And South Can't. Americans. They're the ones who shield their Included. beans up here. It's all America to me. Canada? Ooh. Canada? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come on. We are the world. Technically, geographically. Sure. Africa. <laughs> World. And Americans, what are you? Come on! <laughs> oh, heading, uh, get that chum out of your ears. Whatever that means. <laughs> That's the old sailor talk. Get the chum out of your ears and get on the bow. All right, Randy. <laughs> Randy, I don't know. Sounds like a sailor's name. Randy, Randy the pirate. I made a. I did a. You guys would be proud of me. On Saturday, I made a. Uh, I don't know. I guess let's see where the link is. Boat, Randy. Willy Wonka. I don't know. I made a Willy Wonka reference in my yoga class at the end mm-hmm. does of a yoga boat ride. class. I said, yeah. uh, he has that crazy boat ride. Yeah, the boat, that's where I was linking. Yeah. Um, I made a reference to, I went, you guys, you know, like, I want, we, there's a pose called Happy Baby where you reach between your legs, grab for the outside of your feet, and just roll around like a bunch of adult. Uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say idiots. I don't know why. God, I am the worst <laughs> yoga instructor ever. And I'm, I say idiot in a good way because more You're people, all idiots. More people should be. That's a, just a bad term. But I'm using idiot as a term for letting go. And yeah, babies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like a baby. Babies are idiots. Perfect. Exact. <laughs> Thank you, honey. That's why you're back, baby. Uh, and I said, uh, you know, I want you imagine you're in a glass elevator. Go forwards and backwards and upwards and downwards and sidewards. And, and then we, you get in a final pose. Shavasana and I like to add, have a meditation. And I just went, you know what happened to the boy that wanted uh, that got everything he wanted? And everybody's just like, I got a groan out of a couple of people like, what? Ever. Uh, what because, uh, not here were, not here they were doing any everything you said and then then i hit him with willy wonka and they're like this guy ain't no guru i thought i was seeing dr toilet here and then did you give him the like feigned shambling like oh my legs don't work forward roll <laughs> yeah like we saw you oh doing yoga God. 20 minutes ago we know you're not paralyzed I'm doing I'm, enter- I'm entering class, yoga yeah. class like that next time but I'm gonna end in the headstand roll to headstand <laughs> I just want you to do it in the middle after like <laughs> like bombing around the room like all like free and easy and then all of a sudden you start to take on that hit, weary affectation you walk in class with shades and and like a shaky mug of whiskey might be whiskey no one knows but you're not in the bathrobe too <laughs> oh yeah cast it all off and and do the somersault i like that up into headstand uh and um oh shoot oh shoot i had another uh gig to do in there i'll have to think of it dr toilet oh instead of an ohm you do a dr toilet flush <laughs> Yes, the sound <laughs> of the of emptiness of the yeah the sound yeah yeah because what am I I'm just an empty shell of a human being the the, the sound of total f- join me for the sound of failure this is flush the Bundy sound of failure and it's a beautiful analogy this could be a whole branch of new branch of yoga right here it's called yoga and jeans that's the studio i'm gonna open yeah. up okay you're allowed to wear jeans and toys, like cocktails and dreams yoga, <laughs> yoga's and jeans 
<laughs> just you are you're like the yogi go. version of Tom Cruise. That's why you hated him so much. Cocktails and dreams, yogas and jeans, yogas and jeans. Yeah, and I get up <laughs> on my uh, yoga, my my extremely elevated yoga mat, and and do my uh, do my it's uh, like a, my poems, glad- my cruising and poems. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, yeah. nothing rhymes with yoga though. Toga, mm. toga. I stand oh. up here in my toga and I preach all my yoga, my whiskey non-alcoholic, but yet we will frolic. I don't know anymore. I have to stop. Have you seen that movie, Henning Cocktail? No. Ooh, it's a Tom Cruise one. Tom he's Cruise. A, he's a bartender. He's like, it's like, it's interesting. Is this the the <laughs> when you become a bartender you? They make you watch this. It's weird. A what certain a certain to? tier of bartender would watch it. There was there's something... a lot of flair bartending involved in this flipping what? of the bottles and the catching yes. and the pouring. <laughs> no thanks. All the ladies want to take you home. Like it really, really romanticized the right. bartender. It did for bartenders what over the top did for arm wrestling and Roadhouse did for <laughs> bouncers. Like what was it in the eighties yeah. that like were they just out of movie ideas and just they working just... class dudes, man? The working Fuck. class, right? Fuck you, James Bond. I ain't no spy. Right. I'm just a fucking bouncer at a honky tonk, bro. Yeah. Working class and every every job deserves its own movie now. And, it's, and we'll just work through them starting with Starting, starting at with the bottom. Podcast, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yes. <laughs> um the hottest bar in, in that movie, it takes place in Manhattan, is TGI Fridays. <laughs> like legitimately TGI Fridays, and so I wonder. Was that before it was an actual franchise? I guess so. Was do you Maybe know anything like about TGI original. Fridays? Was at one point was it like a hot hip spot? I would imagine it was probably just its own. It was probably just that bar that was called TGI Fridays, man. Thank you. And then you know it was franchised out into what we know it as, but. As that movie portrays, that movie. it's the coolest fucking place to be. With the scaggliest waitresses you've ever seen. They're like mm-hmm. giving Tom Cruise a hard time. Like, where's my martini? And I'm like, that's not a sexy way. Even I know. And this is 2000. I watched it recently. This is 2017. And that movie was made in 1984. Even I know that's not an not not body shaming. That's not an attractive woman in 1984. <laughs> it's not. She had crispy, crispy old dog hair. All right, I'm stopping. <laughs> I'm stopping. Someone get this man a Splenda. <laughs> uh. <laughs> crispy dog hair. <laughs> what is this wretched creature of myth? Out of myth. Uh. God. Oh, no, man. there is an actual thing like the American Bartender Challenge Showdown or whatever. It's in Las Vegas. Right. It's all that flair bartending, but just like, mm, 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 like set to like jock jams as they mm-hmm. like dance around behind the bar and throw shit up. And it's, uh, it's the I best. worked. Did, did the movie end in such a contest? It, it ended. I'm not going to spoil it for you. That would have been the okay. best. What's that case? It said there's no contest involved, just the contest of no capitalism and owning your own business. Yeah, it has a lot to do with 80s greed, but that movie yeah. ends like it's very like light, like 
we're bartenders. Uh, maybe uh, he drinks too much. Not like too heavy, but like it ends crazy. You know what I'm talking about, Casey? With his, yeah, yeah, pro- yeah. like his master or, or what would you call yeah. mentor? The, I was like, the Obi Wan Kenobi. Did that crazy shit come from? Do you think yeah. that movie was written by a bartender? By the way, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's written by the the guy who just hangs out at the bar on Fridays with this notebook and fetishizes bartending. Oh, uh, because like he, has he his like, braces on. He's a nerd. It was written by a nerd who was sick of watching his young Bruce Willis take yeah. chicks home from the bar. Maybe this movie is based he, on Bruce Willis. Did you know that he, he got, was a hot New York bartender? The, he got the scaggly waitresses all exactly right. He got Any. all the skags he wanted. I used to work with a bartender that used to rock some skags. I he was amazing. Like, I, all right, I I don't mean that. Like, let's just rephrase it. I used to work with a bartender that used uh-huh. to take women home like on pretty regularly, and he was single. Um, but I was single when I was bartending too, and it very rarely happened. I don't know wh- what that like because he was always very comfortable behind the bar in the sense that like. If I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like, like he almost like he wasn't at work. Like he was. Yeah. I don't know. Bartending is always, I can never totally separate it from work. So even if like, there's like a, was like a girl flirting with me. If I got busy, I'd be like, I'm in the weeds here. I don't have time for you, sweetie. You can't keep up the, the air. Like, you can't be like flirty, flirty and cute, but also have it be really busy and you can't keep both of the. You can't juggle both of them. I it's guess either I, one I or never the other. Could. He always could. And he didn't give a shit. Like I was always like when I was busy at the bar, I always saw those dollar signs like, all right, cool. I'm going to make some decent money. He, he like would, could always just he was he could always just give a shit about he'd get so drunk at the end of the night that he would uh, like be like, I'll give you all the money I made tonight if you lock the door because I can't see. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't want to. Yeah, this was his like he was a life for bartender guy. Like he's a like an amazing dude. Like mm-hmm. he's a great bartender. He's an awesome but if dude. you catch him on an off day, fuck God, you never met a meaner motherfucker. In he's your a, life. he is the meanest bartender in New York. But if you're lucky enough, as you and I are uh, to be, and that's like that isn't like sound as nasty as it is. I call him that all the time because I know. Because I'm lucky enough to be in his inner circle, he will give you the shirt off of his back. Oh, he's the kindest person in the world. But if you go in and you you You're maybe do something, do like do a knock on the bar, like "Hey, pal, I've been waiting a minute," he will fucking oh, yeah. jump over the bar. At you. He does not abide that sort of like you approach him. He's like a king, like a Norse mm-hmm. king. It's like you you talk to me the way I allow you to. If you do something, knock on the bar, you're done. You snap at me, I'll break your fingers off. He's the only guy I ever got into like a real like cocktailian type bar fight. And because he got into it, it was God, what it was one of those days where no matter what, I will say this in New York, maybe other places, but especially New York, the worst people you can have at your bar are drunken New York cops or New York firefighters because they're completely entitled. They're basically, um, what's the word? They're basically touchless. No, what's the word? Untouchable. Untouchable. And they are fucking tough and yeah, mean. You're not, you're not throwing them out. No, you can't. Of course. Uh, so sure enough, Chris, like one of the guys was an asshole to him. So Chris started being an yeah. asshole back. 
and I could feel it. And the guy was like, he just couldn't, he kept pushing Chris, but Chris wasn't giving him enough to fight. So finally he just accused Chris of shortchanging him on his change. And Chris was like, go the fuck yourself. And the guy just reached over classic, dragged him over the bar. And then sure enough, same here. I feel a hand on my shirt and I zip whoop, he pulled right over. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, it was, yeah, it was literally, you know, like five of them, two of us, our friend Trish, thank God, got to jump in. She basically broke it up. And it was like, like we were, like we're talking about on night court in a couple days, like Dan Fielding, like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, because it was like a whirling dervish of like Looney Tunes, like just that you just see arms and legs and it's chaos. But nobody really got hurt. Like probably should have had she not been like the tough queen's chick she is and just jumped in, scratched somebody. You're like, what the fuck's going on? And all of a sudden, God, God, no, go. <laughs> like just pulled into the fuck, dude. Me. I still need that. Don't you think you still need uh, a good, uh, a good punch in the face, like a real one, sometime in your life, just to know <laughs> that it either hurts just as much as you think it will, or eh, it's not so bad. I don't have to be too freaked out about. That's why I have glasses to solely. I can see. I have perfect twenty twenty <laughs> vision. Don't want to get punched in the face. No. <laughs> Never had? Never have. <laughs> I've been punched in the face. Not like... Because we used to play that dumb game that we started mm. in high school and college yeah. and then carried over. That in the face. It was some of our rougher friends. It was in the face. And it was just... The name you of the would game take, was in the face? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you would just either go one-to-one and hit each other in the face or it became a long con... Of like, Hans initiated in the face with our friend Joey. So it was just, he would wait until Hans wasn't paying attention and then just punch him in the face, like out of nowhere. Yeah, I guess I got those, but there was, I guess it's, it's all like you talked about, like emotional and like uh, perception. I, I don't consider that hits in the face. And I got it hard. Like, I remember mm-hmm. I was asleep, like passed out. And I woke up just in time for him to go in the face, and he kicked me in the <laughs> face with his fucking combat boot. Oh God! Oh yeah, I remember. Jesus. I guess that was pretty hard. I don't know. I mean, it's he like, also not, like, but it doesn't count as a fight to you because it was. No, I guess not. I hadn't thought of it until Casey brought it up. But I'm still, I still have the hesitation in that like elevator sinking down into the pit of my stomach when somebody like challenges me to or it gets like it's about to get to that point i still have that bit of anxiety that i wish i didn't have not that i would want to be like totally soulless and just fight 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 i wish i wasn't i wish i didn't feel uh intimidated by a fight because you don't want to feel intimidated in general i had one guy yeah i was in the subway one time and this guy looked like he just got out of prison he was a big ass dude he looked kind of like vin diesel like he's actually um, like pretty well put together, but he was jacked. He had a tear tattoo and just, oh God. just you like, he like was just kind of the, the way he looked like I couldn't help, but look over at him. And I guess yeah. I looked over one too many times because he just stared at me then and he just went faggot. And the train, like, of course went bing bong. We are delayed due to, t- I was like, Oh my God. Oh good. So I just had this, Fucking horror. I never, I was fucking horrified. Um, oh God. Ugh. But, but I, I wish I had a little bit, cause the guy probably wasn't going to 
rip my head off. But I wish I I didn't have. I mean, I, if he just got out of jail, he would go back to jail. I guess like, you're right. So it'd be in his best interest not to fight you. I wish I had enough chutzpah to go like, what was that for? But instead, yeah. I just looked down at my feet like a like a punk, you know. The uh. But I guess what's the other response? I'm not one. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. Give him yeah. a give him a. Like, what do you get? What, <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Kiss? I like, wish. I don't know. There's no, you either tough guy it and just blow him a kiss or give him a wink and then go back to what you're doing. Pretend to be reading your book when you're just actually just tensed up, ready to, like, get hit in the top of the head. See, but then I have that cool story. Instead of the story I'm telling now about a guy calling me that and then me looking out of my shoes, I have like, well, so I blew him a kiss and then he threw me out the window of a subway car. <laughs> Oh, well, I got the shit kicked out of me, but at least I didn't back down. I mean, but that's like, you can't, like, who who thinks of, who does that in that moment? I'd have done the same thing as you. I'd have been like, what? Yeah. Well, I guess I won't, I'll keep, avert my gaze from him then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do we get on that? Uh, fight. Oh, fights. The, the, uh, the, one of the hitchhikers we picked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming out. Was, uh. Uh, thick Minnesota accent, and she, she, yes, she, as a, a couple, yeah, a couple, couple of ladies, no, oh, man and a dude, both hippies. She's from Minnesota and thick Minnesota accent, but she told stories about having to get in fights as a as a like a semi pro hitchhiker, amazing hobo rider of the rails, uh. And she she just picked up karate at some point in her career. <laughs> That's and what you want to hear. Served her well, she said. Meanwhile, me and my dad are <laughs> the softest Please. two men <laughs> on the planet. Slowly starting to hold hands in the front. <laughs> yeah. Well, how old how old was this female hitchhiker? Out of curiosity, twenty estimate six. Young yeah. young hitcher. Mm-hmm. And was she with a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Okay. And how old was he? And a dog. Of course, a fucking a pit bull. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. interesting. I got him pegged. Very <laughs> How far nice did you people. take him? Very nice. Yeah, we picked him up coming north of Florence on the beach. It was raining. Highway one hundred and one, that first highway right on the up the coast. <clears throat> Trail of Tears, they call it one hundred and one. Yeah. Oh man, T- tears of rain, right? And they were not enjoying themselves, so we. My dad took pity and and pulled over, and we ended up spending the next two days with him. <laughs> How could you just fit them my... in your flying dirigible, the costume yeah, dirigible? Right? Did you just throw a rope down to them? They carried it. <laughs> Get under the wingspan, but you have to carry us. Uh, were they artists? Is that why they were a little more freewheeling? Or were they just one louses? Of, one of them is a musician. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think professionally. They don't do anything. They were on their way up to Bellingham, Washington to work in a cannery through a brother's job nice. job hookup. That is that that statement could have come straight Jeez. out of nineteen thirty one. I know, right? That's oh awesome. yeah, totally. Especially and Washington. I, my during the depression, I, my grandfather sorry, my grandfather worked in Washington, made his way, rode the rails or hitched a ride. So I know he didn't he taught, taught, didn't have a car. Uh, and he worked in like a meat packing plant in Washington. Yeah, no. that's where you go. I guess Same. Washington's got jabs. Can't, yeah, canneries still operate apparently. 
and can we? and people still ride the rails. Except she told me you got to yeah. none of these freight freight trains or the old style boxcars. You got to find an intermodal train. What's that mean? Which are faster. I don't know, but she told me that word. Intermodal. We'll have to look up what intermodal train is. But like trains are so goddamn like I picture riding the rails as they're on a stop and they start getting moving and you hop on an open freight car, right? Or an open in between a car and go. They have to go in between now on those little catwalks because they can't get in any of the cars. Yeah, but so a lot of people fall off and die, right? Because they're sleeping on those little catwalks and it's like. Yeah, that's what she was saying. I think that's what an intermodal. It, it must mean passenger and freight at the same time. Oh, but they, they don't stay but, out there. They don't have the old style boxcars where you can get in. Yeah, and there's no like the freight elements. car that you can jump in the back of. But don't those trains go like? Or there's like a little bucket she was describing on the underneath the catwalk. <laughs> just good lord! Shove yourself no, thank the you. Smallest nooks it's and like crannies. Cape Fear, just holding on underneath the train. Yeah. But don't you don't those trains like go so much faster than the trains we're thinking of, right? Like, yeah. doesn't that sound so horrifying? Yeah, it's not that like pleasant. Exactly. Here it's going. Come on, Hansi, grab your bindle. Not that it's not from reading. Uh, I read um, Woody Guthrie's uh, autobiography. I guess um, it was called uh, No Way Home. I believe. My, I forget. But he talks about riding the rails. And even if there was a, it was not pleasant. Like they would go through, like there was one thing I was talking about. They were going through, like something happened on the train and all the cars just filled with toxic smoke. So like everybody like either had to like duck down to try and avoid it. They were all like, it was like a, um, uh, this isn't a fair comparison, but it's kind of sounded like what happened to people when they're in like. Um, a gas chamber like they were all like scratching to get on top of each other when they should have gone uh, low because something yeah. like this type of smoke was rising and then some people were like jumping out the side like of a movie like it was just like and there were multiple stories of that like somebody accidentally took two one too many swigs of somebody's whiskey so somebody's gonna get oh yeah cut. there's the uh last podcast on the left they're finally doing um, this guy, his name is Charles Panzram. Oh, yes, I listened to it. I've read a book about him and saw a documentary, and he is of that hobo era. He's basically the meanest creature ever the, to walk the earth. Yeah, he's... Because he's just been viciously molested, raped, and beaten since the, an early age. And, like, what's he claim? He's killed hundreds of people, like, on the rails. Like, riding the rails, he'll just, like... He doesn't claim to have killed hundreds of people. He claims to have killed like 30 people and sodomized over a thousand people. And, but his writing is amazing. It's like up into, well, this is serial killer territory. Oh yeah. But no one ever found anything. Yes. And he, he was only like, they said he had like a one. You should listen to last podcast on the left. This episode. I haven't listened to the episode yet, but I know I saw they oh. finally did him, and I was like, about time. His writing was smuggled out. He smuggled out his writings to like a prison guard, like his only, if you would call it friend, the only person he trusted. But he's like actually a really, in, he's from Minnesota. Not that that matters. Had a bunch of abuse. Speaking of that documentary, The Keepers. Catholic uh, religious abuse. I think it was Catholic, but it could have been Protestant. Whatever. 
re- religious people in power, fucking little boys. Um, uh, but he's really smart. So like his, and he's very, and this isn't glorifying him, but he's very philosophical. So he's like, I have no love for man. I only have love for myself. In my life, I have killed 29 men and sodomized over a thousand boys. And I feel no remorse for it. Like, it's really like succinct and I don't know. It's just crazy. It's, I guess, obviously it's crazy, but it's, it just has a, as an interesting ring to it comparatively to like, I don't know who you, whose journal are you going to read? Like, uh. The BTK, BTK was like, so I was checking out somebody's lawn and I decided to take a take a dump on a kid's face. I don't, I don't, I don't. You know what? I'm I'm go I'm rambling here. I'm really ram. I'm rambling on the rails. I'm torture poo. But yeah, that hobo life. No, no thanks. No, you wouldn't. Wouldn't. It, sometimes it, hobo I, life doesn't sound good to me. Woods life does. I was. I was. Henning was living the woods life. How's it? How, how's the woods life? I had a great time. South Cascades, always great. Snow still got in the way a lot. Couldn't get as high up as we wanted. Uh, Rucksacking it? No, we have a motorhome. 18-foot small motorhome. That That takes the romanticism out of my vision. (laughs) Sorry. That's all right. Not woods living enough for you? No, it it is. It is. It's awesome. You is it just you and like uh is it your whole family that goes out? No, just me and Pop. Just you and your dad. We're the That's only ones pretty who awesome. Care for it anymore. And we get, get these Oregon is full of logging roads, former logging roads in some cases that have turned into national forests and so you get you get the best of both worlds, drive up these insane mountains and get a, yeah. a crazy view at the clear cut where someone cut the forest down. Oh wow! Like yeah, I'm with you. Woods yeah. life, not hobo life. No. Woods life. Yeah, I could live. I say I could live in the woods. I don't know. I'm going camping in New Jersey next weekend. <laughs> That's that is hobo life. Oh yeah, Jersey Memorial is. Day Jersey camping. Robert T. Bird State Park or Brendan T. Bird. It's oh, the oh, we, we the decided Jersey to Devil. Go, yeah, Jersey maybe Devil. The only problem is we decided to book a campsite late. Like I, I wanted, I did not want to camp in like a Jellystone lot. Do you know what those are? Yeah, they're like just parking lots that are mm-hmm. like they're not national forests. It's just like oh. Jelly Teastone tent lot, and you just park right. in. The, You're parking on a gravel parking lot. Gravel on a yeah, exactly. And the like, next door neighbor is five feet away. And they have like a pool and yeah. mini golf and All shit. Right. So I was like, it's got to be a national park. But we decided to book Definitely. a Definitely. lot, um, a lot, meaning like a spot too late. So mm-hmm. the only thing we could get was New Jersey. It's a national park, but it doesn't look too great. <laughs> it's like in <laughs> Trenton or something. So I don't know. We'll see what we end up with. But um, got to go to Pine Barrens. But, uh, did you, that, did yeah. you know you were going to Jersey, or did you look all over? Looked all over. The New England. I wanted to go upstate. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to... They're all booked. Mm. But I was also... We could have went a little farther, like Delaware Water Gap, but uh, I was talking... Um, we're selling our car because it's not working great, so this is going to be the last trip, and so we couldn't go too far, so we're going about an hour and a half away. Hopefully, we make it there and back in this car. But... Yeah, that's right. You guys took that camping 
the last time and had a hell of a time. Mm. Your Kmart trip. Oh my god, yeah. And it's not it's acting much worse than it was then. But I have a brand new tent. Which I so you know what the, going back to it I don't know if I could live old woodsy life because I brought I bought a Coleman, but it's like a six person with like a middle pole. It's like um, mm. a mansion tent, and I mm-hmm. had trouble setting up a two person pop up last time. So I don't know what we're just gonna be. We're just gonna crawl into like a, a sack. Yeah, just a yeah, just a big giant sleeping bag. Yeah. Did you mention the New Jersey Devil case? Yeah. Ooh, maybe I'll get a picture. Maybe I'll do a podcast with the old Jersey Devil. You should see, get him, get him to commit, get him down on the old Zoom. What do you think of Malibu? <laughs> Is that what um what uh, the witch uh, Blair Witch Project was kind of based on the legends? I although I never looked I think into so. it, and didn't find really? out what the New Jer- Jersey Devil actually is supposed to look like or historically. I think it's kind of a chupacabra, yeah. sort of like oh. mix, cryptid mix. It's not a humanoid. Like you've heard like goat legs, horns, wings, yes. like bat wings. Looks like yeah. Mr. Um, Tumnus. Yes, with bat wings. But it's not. Yeah, I think some of the stories uh, are like witch based. It was like, what was it? The 13th child of the 13th child. Like the woman was a witch and like that had this, like the penguin in Batman Returns. Like they gave birth to a monster. Right. Is it, is it then, intelligent or just a monster? I think if it's intelligent, that's scary. That's much scarier. I think it's like Jason with a potato sack over his head. Real yeah, I would probably maybe Bigfooty. Big is that not appropriate? <laughs> yeah, I don't think Mongoloid. It was a mongoloid. Oh shit! That's why I know that. Now, little Devo. Our only Facebook controversy with the Jerk Practice Pod was over Jerry Orbach's testicle meat. <laughs> Right. And then the the comeback was, you got to be willing to back up what you say, because I was at a Q&A with Devo, or with the person who made the music video for Devo's song, Mongoloid, okay. and they had to answer to a woman whose son was a, mon- uh, was a special handy- <laughs> handicap. <laughs> Handyman? And I was like, well, you know what? That's weird. That's... I don't know. That's they. She, he shouldn't have to. He made a music video for a song. He didn't write the song. Debo yeah. needs to answer I, for that. I just shit. love the terminology you said. Like he had to answer for this. Right. Like I, I, I made a piece of art. Right. I'm sorry for your station in life, ma'am, but that has nothing to do with me. I. They made a song called Jocko Homo. Yeah, I'm a Jocko. I, I know well, homos. Oh, that means Homo sapien, doesn't it? Oh, uh, I'm my brain. I don't probably. think so. I, I think it's intended one. to be the the not nice version. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Is Mark Mothersbaugh a bully? <laughs> yes, he is. Jocko Homo. Is it about a? It's about like a gay man who plays sports in high school. No, it's about, no. It's, it's like the term for just jocks that are mean to nerds, right? Yeah, it's in reference to like the 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 jocks from any eighties movie, like Jocko Homo. Like they're like slapping butts. Like there's, oh, you yeah. know, like all right. Got it. Like they 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 call nerds homos, but they don't realize that yeah. they're they're actually. I believe are way that's most likely homoerotic. what the what the in terms of is is just Jocko Homo is just to take them down a peg yeah, from so, a nerd. So we got taken down a peg for Jerry Orbach's testicle meat, even though he died of like eye cancer, and it was totally just something we do where we put two words together that sound funny. 
Um, <laughs> right. And then but, smarting from that experience, I told you to take down the. <laughs> oh, is that what that was from? The old chicken and the the old unhatched right. chicken egg or whatever. Those that has a name, by the way. It's called like Galoop or something. It is yeah. gross. It's so the grossest what is, what thing in the world. First, it's we a are... delicacy. It's a uh, a fetal yeah. duck egg. All right. You can get them in Japan and uh, East Asia. They're at street oh, fairs, right, and yeah. it's a, like the more formed it is, like the better. So if you get beak and feathers when you slurp that thing down, that's the <laughs> good luck, Henning. That means you're yeah, a million bucks. Culturally insensitive by saying we should take that down. Oh yeah, Japanese no. insensitive. Didn't you say Chinese? No, Ashley worked with a guy China. who went to. To anyway, the you Philippines. Wanted, you wanted to Gross. to put that on. Oh, I did put it. You put our... it. You pulled it down. Which <laughs> I just assume that's what you posted, Hans. When I caught you guys' conversation, I was like, "Oh, Hans must have posted one of those gross." I did. Yes. So yeah. for okay. the Easter episode, Still I put like described. a fetal chicken egg yes. that was <laughs> cut in half, <laughs> and so that, like you described, Casey. So the way it looks is basically like a chicken fetus. And it's all soft and gooey, but it's still in the shell. And people eat that shit, but I just posted it because it was gross, and I have... And I'm gross. That's why. <laughs> right. Um, and you got the reaction that you were supposed to get, like, oh my god, that's gross. But it <laughs> <There> was... was <laughs> there, it wasn't... Yeah, nothing in the podcast about that. Just, we had an Easter. Easter. <laughs> answer for this, Hans. Oh, I can't answer. You, you must answer for Just for grossnesses. Just for grossness sake. And I felt like maybe, especially since you're trying to get more people to listen to the podcast. I'm not. Exclusive, (laughs) baby. Classic booger nerd. Every every episode beg to differ. Are those getting, let's talk, are those getting a little, I I include it, should I not include those anymore? No, they're so fun. I think they're fun. I like them. I like them all. I just, I just want to get people to, oh, maybe I do it now and I don't have to. Record one. Hey, I'm Stelma. You got to do. Uh, you got to do it as Malibu and Venice Boy. Oh, all right. I'll do. Yeah. I'll, I'll do some research <laughs> and do that. That sounds fun. Or Jersey Devil. You could do the Jersey Devil cold tag. I'll do a Malibu Jersey. De- I'll do a Malibu Jersey Devil going three rounds, and I'll <laughs> I'll pl- I'll plug the pot. I'll plug all of our social media at the belding for each round. <clears throat> So, so it'll be one Jersey Devil's up front. Punches. He's hitting with those cloven goat feet, and it's doing some damage. Here comes Sylvester Stallone with his balls out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I got uh, Ashley and I went to uh, Steve Martin me, and Martin let me Short. Finish this first, Han. So anyway, about that, I was just, I was trying to help. You don't have to justify it. I get it. I got Not it trying immediately. Trying to throw water on the. As soon as you said, because you weren't like wet blanket hen. Over you weren't here. wet. Well, a bit wet. You damp blanket. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a mean response. It was just like as I said on a previous podcast. I could just see your sigh as, in your response. It was just. Do we have to? Do we? Have, do we have to post that? And I went clearly not because you already changed it, but. <laughs> Cooler heads prevailed. You gave me editing powers. Well, that's as, as the. They <laughs> I, I what, what's the other times I've posted? Grow? Did I? Didn't I post like a SS in like dog shit or something? 
You did? Or no, those were chocolate Twinkies. Uh, yeah. And that applies well, that to fun. our conversation we had. So check out go. the blog. See him, baby. <laughs> Jerkrex.com. <laughs> no, not on that. I don't know where you can see it. Facebook, maybe. Well, I was going to. Speaking of Jersey Devil and matted dog hair, I got you a beer koozie, Hans. Ooh, from, from my non alcoholic whiskey. Sasquatch. Oh, gone, gone squatching. squatching. Yeah, you did. <laughs> my old hand. What, um... So that's Bigfoot, obviously, is the cryptid from my neck of the woods. You ever... You, you believe in him? Do you believe, Henning? <laughs> what do you think? Skep- the truth you're out skeptic there? on this, and you're even from I'm the, the area? Squatch. Come on. Henning. Take, even put Sasquatch. another notch in your Squatch. Carl Help. Sagan believed in Sasquatch. I believe in Sasquatch. And um. God. <laughs> They're the same. Sasquatch. <laughs> yes, that's the. You just cracked it, Hans. That's what no one has ever put together. God is just a Sasquatch, just a dumpy ape. That explains Which how is, there's there doesn't need to be a breeding population of him. He just just one. creates more of himself. He takes, oh, God, takes care I, of him and seems to disappear and always appear blurry in photos. God can, can do that. Can you imagine Infinite powers? All of the people. So in order to get into heaven, you have to believe in God, which religious people do. Mm. Sure. Yeah. But a lot of religious people don't believe in Sasquatch. Right. So they Ooh, gotta got to pass it. the two. So they <laughs> show up and they're like, what the fuck? I'm God. I don't believe in you. you I like don't believe in Sasquatch. I know I do. I don't. You fail. And you didn't believe in me before you saw me. So sorry. Fail. Fail. Epic. My favorite theory of Sasquatch is that He's just a pan-dimensional being, oh, and he right. takes the form of Sasquatch, well, so that you so you can comprehend. But I was like, you need to choose something like that's not a giant cartoony monkey. I was listening to something though, and somebody was like, they were it wasn't Neil deGrasse Tyson, but they were pretty adamant, and they were pretty high up on the respected scientist echelon, where they're just like, yeah, time is just one thing. Like, we exist in time at the same time that a pe- someone in 1930 exists. He's like, it's all one plane. Kind of like mm-hmm. that book, um, that Kurt Vonnegut book, uh, Slaughterhouse-Five. It's like, time is ah. all one plane, and we're all riding this one plane. So there is no relativity to you in the future or the past or the present. Time just all exists. There is a starting point. There is an end point, And you just live on this plank. And mm-hmm. all the planks are next to each other as though on a deck. That's my analogy with the deck. But mm-hmm. like there's all these times and that's where Sasquatch. So there's Sasquatch time plank. Sasquatch. You know what? In, I don't think this was, a, this was a qualified scientist now that I think about it. <laughs> this might have even been a, a, a sugarless fever dream, actually. The Sasquatchiverse? Yeah. Sasquatchiverse. If he's between, if he's pan-dimensional, then he's in between the slats of your deck. He's underneath the deck. He's Gross. popping up. To say hi every once in a while in whatever dimension he wants. It's like that cartoon on uh, Nickelodeon. I don't. Mon- Pandimensional mon- monsters. Mongoloid Hans. No. Hi. Nickelodeon Chan- presents Mongol Mongol tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Mongol tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Mongol tunes. I was going to do a bad impression of we'll be right back, folks, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> After these messages. 
We are Mongol tunes. <laughs> um, but oh, one yeah, Mongol tunes. One is a fetus duck egg, right? So it's all like with a really abrasively annoying like. Hi, how are you? Oh God, yeah, I'm the fetal duck kind of thing. I don't know. No, there was a show on Nickelodeon. It was called like Monsters or something, and they lived in like underneath a gym. Doesn't that sound familiar? It was kind of looked like that Rugratsian, speaking of Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh, thing. yeah. It was the uh, Real Monsters. Real it Monsters. was like... You never heard the of fat, it? The, the fat little one had a mouth, but he With held his eyes it, right? in his... No, he held his eyes in his hands. Oh, yes. So he'd have to juggle it. his eyeballs if he needed to like open a door or something. Right. Mm. No? no? Huh. Thought you were in tune? It was that... Uh, Nickelodeon. Kalaske Supo, that animation studio. Oh. Which Are you studio familiar with them, Stephen Henning? Style. Kalaske something? Hmm. Kalaske Supo. Supo, yeah. yeah. That is Ren and Stippy, right? Uh, what did they do? They. Doug? Uh, no, not Doug. Uh, no, they all had a similar style. They did all Arnold? the Burger King. Burger King. I think it was Arnold, that Ah Real Monsters. There was another one about a adventure family, like the one tumbulous, the ra- the radical tons. thornberries or something. Yeah, yeah. And then they did all of the Burger King or the McDonald's cartoons for a while. Burger King or what were the McDonald's cartoons? They were really weird adventures. Oh, like VHS cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but it was yeah, done yeah. in that really offbeat sort of indie style. They all traveled in like a a. They went to like milkshake Water, air island or something. Stuff, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never seen this, that, but it wasn't a commercial. I've never seen a good McDonald's commercial. They're always so bland. But the ice skating one with Ronald that they play every year, where he like <laughs> touches a boy's shoulder. You don't like that one, right? Isn't there one where like <gasps> touched a nerve? Right. He no, there's like a it's it's it touches a nerve because there's something wrong with that Ron that specific. I think that's Malibu in Ronald McDonald paint because that Ronald McDonald even as a kid I was like something's off about him. He's too chiseled for a Ronald McDonald. Well, that that one always reminds me of like Pennywise from It. Right, it's like a like a mm. a creepy clown ice skating, and you're like no 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 no. Yeah, it's too. He they they don't acknowledge that that's strange. So it's a totally realistic situation, and it's just a clown who puts a scarf on a kid or something. And you're just like, no, that's the kids. Just it's all normalized. It's okay. It, there's nothing strange that this guy's dressed as the way he is. No, no, <laughs> that's all. Not I, doing that's it for all you guys. Well, I don't know it. I'm sorry. Home, joy work. Quick joy work. And it'll probably make you want to have a a, no, a nugget or something. <laughs> you yeah, joy work. You have to see if they have any um, subliminal messaging in there. If he has like how a nugget know? pouch. But how would I know? It's like when you put those two Pepsi cans together and it says boner or something. Right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It says sex. Mm. You think that was oh, yeah? intentional? Probably. Any two Pepsi cans? Any two. Just crack the code. It's like that box in Hellraiser. <laughs> and a sc- scummy Ronald McDonald comes out with his butt cheeks hanging out. And uh, 
And a couple other moms. It just moms. makes me think of bad cosplay. Like, I've been to enough comic cons. Like, I, I don't know why it's a meme. Like, people do it. Like, they turn Ronald McDonald into different types of characters. Like, there is a... Right. Really well crafted, like Asgardian Ronald McDonald. So he oh. has like Thor's hammer and the armor, but it's all Ronald McDonald colors. There's like weird anime Ronald McDonald's. It's because nerds like fast food. So they're mixing their two favorite things. Ronald McDonald as Iron Man. That'd be pretty not a I, I bet you same colors. I'm sure that it exists. It has to. But I just was curious why Ronald McDonald of all icons is it just like you is it just that simple like that he's an icon well because they, they don't really use ronald mcdonald as the figurehead anymore i know no, he is no. a, i think yeah. they were f- kind of forcibly had to stop because of like the protests that you're <laughs> tricking kids into eating your garbage gotcha I think, and and mm. I'm not coming down on McDonald's or nerds because I love I ate McDonald's, Burger King, all that shit all the time growing up. I bet if I ate mm-hmm. it right now, I would love it. I know I would. So it's that's oh, yeah. not a that's not a judgment on that at all. But I think that's part of it. Like we all ate McDonald's growing up. What did you do growing up? Read comics and did shit you liked because you were a kid and uh-huh. you had the opportunity to do stuff you liked. So now you merge it together. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna go cosplay as a. Ronald Panzram, so Ronald McDonald, <laughs> a buff Ronald McDonald with a hard boner. <laughs> Panzram, Carl Panzram, that's the serial killer we were talking about. Ron's Ron's Ram, Ron's Ram, Carl Mc- Ronald Ronald McDonald's Ram, Ronald McDonald's Ram. Come here, I sodomized over fifteen animated nuggets. What's the <laughs> <laughs> Those poor nuggets. Those little puppet nuggets. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's Ronald McDonald when that door closes, you know, just like Ronald that, that trope of the shitty personality that as soon as the door closes, he's like, where's my nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of have a online right now. There's a big kind of a meme meme storm about Ronald McDonald versus the Wendy's mascot. Wendy? Yeah, Wendy. Because, uh... I don't trust her a bit. The media, the social... So that they don't really use those emblems anymore, but you're right. The, no. The kids who grew up with that and are now grown enough to make comics and shit are using kind of the the, the social media personality of these, how how they've grown up and and pitting them against each other. When are we going to see a revival of the BK Kids Club kids? Mm-hmm. One was like a Cyclops. One, one was Captain a... Vid. And then there was Wheels, the kid in the in the wheelchair. Yeah, I was going to say, there wasn't there a kid in a wheelchair? And I hate this. So the idea of the Burger King's Kid Club was to be uh, inclusive, include a lot of people. But like, mm-hmm. so you had um, Asian kid, Native American yeah. kid, Wheels. Uh, um, <laughs> white kid, and then yeah. I think woman. As I understand it, as I remember, it was sort of Captain Planet E. Right, like there was Kid Vid, who was like, mm-hmm. who could like inhabit video games or something, it's and they great. all followed him because one, like there was a nerdy one called IQ, so he like always had stuff to do with books. Was that the wheels Ian? 
kid? No, Wheelsian wheel- was fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. It makes sense. It's got wheels. I thought Wheels had that sweet VR goggles. No, that was Kid Vid, wasn't it? That you were describing as Kid Vid. Maybe maybe Wheels was the Kid Vid was the leader. Wheels was maybe he was the internet. He's and like the Jersey Nemo. Devil. He's like Nero. <laughs> Neo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's this cryptid sidekick. Uh, guys, they're kind of. I I I feel like there was like a, a a while where there was like a crew cartoon kids, and then it always panned over, and there was like one interdimensional being who was like the goofball of the group, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Slimy. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I love to eat. And you're like, who is that kid? <laughs> Slimy. He's Slimes. Pan- he's pan-dimensional. <laughs> pan-dimensional being. White kid. White girl. So he can get away with being wheels. gross. Kid wheelchair. Yeah, exactly. And having the African-American whatever. kid was the athlete. He was the sports kid. Oh. I don't like that a bit. Oh, boy. He had a flat top. Tall flat top. Two hobos. Yeah, Two Carl, hobos Carl a Pandram. <laughs> we need to we need to get the new Burger King Kids Club again. Got Just Ronald McDonald killers. right off the bat. I think we got an issue. We need to get a pitch meeting for that new Burger King Kids Club. Ronald McDonald, Carl Can- P- P- K- Pansram, uh, uh, the the name that should not be named, um, Jersey Devil. And Wheels. Wheels can stay. That's the, that's, say, that's yeah. the veteran. He's, he's the legacy character. He's the only carryover. Exactly. And throw Charles Barkley in just because. <laughs> As the black kid who likes sports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> old man. Oh, God. Shall we? What do you say? We got so much I more say. to talk about, but we got to do a double header, I think. Yeah, let's double it. To be con- continued to gross it up. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Give her a grossie. That's the name of the title. Wait till you see Ugh. that. Uh, did you finish Keepers? No, I have two episodes left. Oh, all right. Go- oh, but you saw the part. So the image will be a um, uh, a vagina wrapped in a newspaper. For this. <laughs> <laughs> On your Facebook post for this Yuck. one. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about or no? Did you fall asleep for that part? I probably did. I feel like I'd remember that. I feel like you would too. Oh, I feel oh like spoiler, spoilers! I'm gonna have to bleep that. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to get me to do the the social media outreach because you just by just Ooh, yeah. My Ooh. my I'm not you're scheming. Smart. I'm not that schemey smart. You're trying to fuck it up so badly. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried that in life so many times. Like like trying to get fired. Like my last job, I tried to get fired so hard, and I got like a raise. <laughs> I made you president of the company. Exactly. Just yeah. stands at it. Hit me, Hitchy. That, that's our show. Come on, man. <laughs> Ride the that's rails. That's an hour. Ride the rails. It's a Ronald McPan. Don's Ronald Ram. Mc- Ronald McDonald's Ram. <laughs> That's an hour. Give me your, <laughs> Give me your nuggets. <laughs> God, I hate that guy. <laughs> jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Well, dudes, it's like this. I want to thank you most excellently for listening to this app. And hey, if you like it, 
the next thing to do is give it some reviews, maybe give it some cosmic rates, subscribe, share it with some of your dudes on the virtual beach. I mean, you can take a little Facebook at Jerk Practice Pod in one hand, and maybe peep onto Beautiful Babe at jerkpractice.com in the other. Man, it's free, and you'll be supporting the pod in the most excellent way. <laughs> Jersey Devil, you got anything to add? You can listen to him again, night great on iTunes and Google Play. Oh, all right. Thanks, Jers. Almost forgot. Is that it? We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Whoa, <laughs> slime. Welcome back to Universal Studios Hollywood and the American Gladiators. Now, last time we saw our gladiator, Malibu, he was flying through the air from a tremendous kick delivered by Brian Hudson. And the last time he landed, we weren't sure where he wound up. Hey, Malibu, after you got drilled by that human cannonball, I thought, hey, there is no way this guy is going to live to play another day. You're alive. You're well. What happened? Did you go to the hospital? Did you get x-rays? Well, dude, it's like this. I saw this guy coming, and I took the most excellent hit of my life. The next thing I knew, I was on the beach taking him some cosmic rays, getting healed by Mother Nature, taking a little brewski, holding on a beautiful babe, and I'm fine today. So no hospital, no doctors, just Mother Nature, huh? Oh, I'm a child of Mother Nature. What do you expect? Malibu, you are truly amazing. He took a licking, and he is still ticking. Sweet.